Hello, I'm Bada. Are you sure? I think so. <laughs> I think I'm Roxy. You think you're Roxy? I think so. Okay. Hi, I'm Roxy. Either way, you might be listening to VCR. Possibly. Maybe. Or you could be <laughs> listening to some kind of weird psycho killer. Run, 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 run away. You might be thinking we're high. That's not true. Only one of us might be high on this show. The other one's just being weird. <laughs> Good luck figuring out which one, if we wouldn't I, have raised hands. <laughs> but you know what? Figuring that out would be easier than what we watched trying to figure out how that oh, was man. working. Oh, my God. So today's episode is bodies uh the netflix series now i'm very disappointed in one thing they did not use the song they definitely did not missed opportunity i was like oh my god how can you have a song called bodies and you're not dropping no seriously especially because that block that body hit the floor <laughs> yeah, they, I'm seriously. I mean, it literally hit the floor. I was you like, golden, golden opportunity, and you didn't come in with that sound check. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bodies is an interesting, interesting TV series that is Mary. based on a DC graphic novel, which is something oh. I didn't know. I, I didn't know it, that either. I saw it in the credits. And I was like, did that say DC? And I looked, and I was like, oh my god, this is a DC graphic novel? Like, good on you. I mean, it still sucks you missed that opportunity for that song. But, I mean, really good. Good graphic novel. And it's one of these things where I, I gotta tell you. So, for me, me and Roxy had different interest points in this series, Body. Which, again, you can find it on Netflix if you're interested in it. But Bodies took me... For me personally, it took me four episodes to get into. Roxy, however, how many? I was in immediately. <laughs> in immediately. She loved it from start. You know? Yeah, I did. Like, huh. I was in. Like even the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm in. Let's do this. What are we, what's going on? Yeah. Like, but I'm big sci-fi, like, and I love anything that has to do with like time travel or different dimensions. Like I am in, so this really caught me. Yes, it was definitely up, well, definitely up Roxy's alley. Kind of mine too, because I love time travel, time travel mm-hmm. movies, everything. Like some of my favorite time travel movies. Of course, you got to do Back to the Future, the original, the time of. Just saw the trailer for that. And I'm oh yeah, the new one that's gonna. Yes, I'm all about that too. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Michael J. Fox is gonna be in it, like. And so is Christopher <laughs> Lloyd, and I was yeah, like, oh I didn't my see god, that. I was like. Like Jesus Christ, this is gonna be. I was like, I am so excited for this movie. (laughs) Yes, me too. And then, but like all the time travel movies, going back way back. I mean, just love them all for me personally. Um, And bodies is no exception. So to jump into it, let's try. And all I can say is, let's try to give you an idea of what bodies is about because it really can get confusing. And. It unravels in the last two episodes, but even then, you don't get the full picture until the last episode. And it was just so well done and so well written that mm-hmm. you kind of you get hooked and you don't want to stop 
until you get that follow through because you want to know what because I'm like, what happens next? Yeah, what happened? exactly. What's happening? What's happening? Like that's how what's I was. Happening what's, what's happening in this timeline? It, it's such a trip. So bodies starts off with a body being discovered in eighteen. I think it was eighteen ninety one. A naked body appears, or no, maybe it was twenty twenty three. See it, that that it's already getting confusing for me, but a body appears and it's a naked dead body, which is why it's called bodies. Because the truth mm -hmm. is, it appears more than once. Now, I guess the best way to explain it is just going through the timelines. Okay, so there is a dead body that appears in eighteen ninety one. In eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety. Nineteen forty one. Nineteen forty one. 2023, 2023 and 2053 and 2053 so you have the same exact body the same exact person in all these timelines now the one who has the most information is 2023 because yes. when they bring in the detectives what happens is this particular detective in 2023 she's very critical and what happens is she's going off this investigation trying to figure it out and the reason she has the most info is because she eventually at some point discovers that this happened in the 1800s and in 1941 and so she's able to start pulling information from there but it makes it only worse for her because the thing is it's the exact same body mm -hmm. and the exact same person and it's just, it starts to become a mind fuck after a little bit. Cause you're right, like, right. Because you're like, how the hell? Exactly. Same dude mm -hmm. with the same exact injuries pop up naked in the same place mm -hmm. in three, in four different in three time decades. At her time, it was yeah. two other decades. Yes. Exactly. How? How is this even possible? And so, it, it's a total mindfuck. Like, it what? is. Oh. And you want to know why it's happening. Because yes. it's like, wait a minute. How is that even possible? You want to know there's... why and how. Yes, exactly. Because it's like, in all the time travel movies we've ever experienced, it's like you have one person who goes back into one point of time. But in this case, you have one person who ends up in four timelines. And it's like, the fuck is happening with that? How is it the same person in every timeline so immediately it's a mind fuck because right. you get introduced slowly to the fact that this is happening from the 2023 perspective and back and then lo and behold they drop one on you the 2053 one which that body pops up and it's like what the hell is happening there that it's happening in 2053 and then that detective that one was really interesting so I, i'm gonna ruin a little bit not a whole lot for y'all 20 2053 and 2023 are important and i'm Very gonna tell important. you why i'm gonna go ahead and tell you why so 2053 is the aftermath of what happened in 2023 and what mm -hmm. happens in 2023 was something that i wasn't expecting but it was a nuclear bomb went off in mm -hmm. london 
that is also tied to this body. So not only is there a dead body, but there's a nuclear bomb involved. And you're yeah. thinking to yourself, how the hell is that even possible? <laughs> but it is a trip that this is even happening. Yes. So the, the woman in 2053 unbeknownst to her is responsible for the bodies appearing in all four timelines <laughs> and it is bizarre yeah. as that fuck. part really yeah. messed me up like when it all came together i was just like oh it's her and she loved him <laughs> yes i was like oh my god part of me is like that's why she did it <laughs> <laughs> bitches be angry <laughs> no yes oh my god oh my god at so, one point i was like you stupid <laughs> yep and she, she like they just me. told you and you're you're not listening mm -mm. Just, I, I don't know what I want to ruin and what I don't want to ruin, but I know, I know. I'm trying to be very careful <laughs> because the thing is, like, if you say too much, then we give you all the the clues, and we don't want to do that. But I will no. say this: uh, 2023 and and 2053 are the most important thing. And the one thing that's going to drive you nuts is there's a cult involved with this. There, yes yes oh, and Lord. that's the thing that kind of also kind of drives you nuts in the sense of like you're really at the point of like what the fuck is going on here you know like seriously hey, there's what? four four dead bodies four different timelines there's a cult behind all of it and there's a nuclear bomb so it just like what? It, it's layers upon layers of oh my god what is going on and then the yes. complexity of like Whoever wrote this, I swear to God, they had the most massive whiteboard in their room just to like keep it was the like that. Going. You know that meme where it's got that guy in the front of the board with all the pictures and the yeah. wires going everywhere, and he's trying yeah. to explain something. Like that's exactly that, how I this writer board. That's right. how this author <laughs> had to keep the I whole swear. story straight because I can see this like going to shit really quick like trying yeah. to well wait a minute didn't this happen like damn it wait a minute i can't do that how do i work this in right here? i was floored because there's so many moving parts to this story so many moving parts and the fucked up part is you get involved you want to know mm -hmm. how this disaster is unraveling and i'm going to tell you this i'm going to tell you this it is one man's quest to not be butthurt anymore. <laughs> it is literally one man's quest <laughs> to fucking yeah, not no. be butthurt. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously? Because you got your feelings hurt? Mm -hmm. But I mean... He, wa he wants... His to childhood was kind of shitty. Yes. But... He wants to be loved. Literally. But like, they, they really could have... I, I will say that is my one bad note about it is that... <laughs> They could have come up with something better for no. like a, like a reason why he's so why he did this, you know. What, like, what's a better reason to blow up? It's a better the, reason to blow up the world. Yes, then I, I want to be loved. Damn it! <laughs> I swear. And even the motto of the cult, because it was like, what is this abbreviation? Remember, yes. you are loved. Yes, it's no, not remember. It's 
no, you are loved. Oh, yes. No, you are like, loved. That's what it was. No, you are loved. Fuck, bro. How, how badly oh, okay. were you As hurt? soon as I saw that twice, I was like, okay, what cult is happening? I'm serious. It's like, bro, you are so fucking hurt. Like, you need to get over it. This, Man. you are so butthurt. It led you to go travel through time. First off, figure out how to travel through time. That set up this elaborate plot to blow up London while traveling through time, <laughs> and, and to acquire all these all the things that he had acquired. It was through time travel in mm -hmm. order to literally no shit blow up London, so he in the future can create this cult world of know that you are loved. I'm like. Bro. Everyone feeling loved and being one. I was like, bro, you, <laughs> bro, <laughs> you, <laughs> I mean, damn, <laughs> that's all I can say. I, yeah, so that's all I, got. I, mm. <laughs> I was like, it was literally just homeboy wanted to be loved so he it's all this shit came about because of it and my my mind is like, i mean dramatic up. much a little you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back through time i'm gonna blow up london i'm gonna fucking she <laughs> said i thought own, i was dramatic like, i'm gonna create my own society where i am loved damn where it everyone feels loved oh my god and if you don't feel the love we're going to get you you're gonna feel the love you're gonna feel the wrath. Yeah. Oh my God. It was bizarre. It was great. It was addictive. It was. It was a good show. It really was. It really was. Um. Again, you kind of have to keep up with the timeline. Uh. A yes, lot. Of because. That... Go ahead. Go ahead. Nineteen. What was it? Nineteen. Eighteen forty-one or eighteen. Eighteen ninety-three. Eighteen. Whatever. Or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Whatever year that was. The very first year, like that year, was crazy. Yeah, how, how he came about, like how he met that journalist, and you know that happened, and then it all ties in with this weird time traveler guy. Yeah, it was... what he's trying to do is figure out who murdered this person. Mm -hmm. It really, really was. I was like, "What the?" That heck? whole tie-in with him and his daughter, and I was just like, "What?" Seriously. What? I was. I got so angry. I got so angry. It, I it, was like, you asshole. Mm -hmm. it I was, was like, I just, I, I just couldn't imagine that, that pain, that anger that, that he was feeling like, oh. Yeah. Talk about insane. <laughs> and then the fact that his daughter, I mean, the true, the, the daughter, his own daughter, becomes part of this cult yes. that puts this other horrible situation, you know, knowing what your dad went through, uh, that was fucked up. And you still end up with this guy. I was like, I this is- I think that she, I mean, he lied to her, obviously. He, well, no, she, she knew because remember, she was also telling the story about, you know, how this happened. You know, she truly believed in what the bullshit that, that he was telling her. Yeah. So and that it was for the greater good and that her dad was put through this for the right. greater good. And I was like, the fuck woman. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like she she has no idea what really happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was insane. But a homeboy from 1941. Uh, so the one in 1941 is this character named D.S. Whitman. Oh, Whiteman. my God, that storyline. Oh. He was so corrupt. It kind of keeps you like, what the hell is, you know, mm -hmm. there's so much going on. But he's also unknowingly secretly working for this organization that's trying to, you know, destroy the world here. And... He is played by Jacob uh, Fortune Lloyd. A lot of these actors I had never heard of. Uh, yeah, and I, I think there was only the guy that plays um, the time traveler looked familiar to me. Yes, he's familiar to me too. His name is uh, Stephen uh, Graham. And what else has he been in? He okay. So the thing that I recognized him the most from was if you're a guy Ritchie fan he was mm -hmm. in the movie snatch and that's what i recognized him for and i love the movie snatch but he has done quite a bit of everything yeah, else i know i've seen him in other things i just i couldn't place where i'd seen him before yeah he's done but a he lot was of really things. the only recognizable actor that like that i knew that like i had seen in something else right now i'm sure these actors are powerhouses in their own right in the sense oh, of yeah. like in the uk circuit but in the american circuit it's like you may or may not know them. And like I said, um, Stephen Graham, I knew because. Guy too, 1940-something. Him too, with the little Jacob girl. Jacob Fortune Lloyd, yeah. Yes. He looked That's familiar right. too. Like, I know I've seen him in something too. He's done, he's done some interesting stuff from my understanding, but it's mostly, he was in The Three Musketeers. Um, he was in See How They Run. And a few other little Three Musketeers things. and see how they run. I've seen. Oh, he was in the Queen's. He was in the Queen's Gamut, which was a really. I haven't seen one. Um. So, but he does an excellent job playing a, a corrupt, dirty cop in 1941. He really um, did. With the war going on and then the bombs dropping everywhere, mm -hmm. and him not wanting to, he's involved with this organization, but doesn't want to be involved with this organization, kind of like because of what he right. was asked to do, but also having to deal with the body that pops up, you know. It's it's just too incredible. And like I said, there's so much going on that you just it's hard to keep up sometimes but yeah. it is totally well worth it once you <laughs> definitely worth the watch like when you pitched it to me you were like oh yeah you gotta watch the show but it's really a slow burn it took like four episodes for me to get into it and i, yeah. I think i even told you i was like yeah you're not really selling this yeah show like you you're not selling this bro and then you were like no, no 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 it's like it's a really good show you should watch it blah 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 so I think like what was it maybe the next day or two days later I watched it. Mm -hmm. I started watching it and I was like, "What the hell was he talking about? This is great! <laughs> this like, is a... I love this. I'm in. I want to watch this." And I think I binged it over that weekend. Yeah, yeah, you did because <laughs> I, I remember we, we were, I texted you about something and then we got like three shows mixed up and I was like, "No, no, yeah. no, 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 no!" no. <laughs> it was so good. And then like, so my favorite character in there is ds whitman the corrupt one in 1941 uh, mm -hmm. because 
he does a lot more than what we give him credit for. Oh, he yeah. really does. And he helps, he helps untangle some of that web. Yes. And he also, he also puts a bullet in a few of the issues too. Like, yes, he does. Uh, he, yes, he does. He takes out, you know, Polly. Don't give it away. I, I don't want it to, but don't give it away. Have to, but he takes out like some of the other corrupt organization members mm -hmm. And he just does a really, but you're surprised how many people are truly involved with yeah. it. Yeah. And the one who had the least involvement with the corruption, but only because she was in that timeline where the society had already happened was uh, D DC Maplewood, uh, played by Sierra Haas. Um, and actually, I want to say. Isn't she 2053? Yeah. Yeah, she's 2053. And in this timeline, okay, the, the interesting thing about her, I thought she was a German actor. I'm a fool. She's an Israeli actress. Really? She is an Israeli actress. I liked actress. her so much. Like, was I loved her so hair. Like, good. I loved her look. Like, she's such a good actor. Like, I liked her a lot. She was, she was very good. And then, uh, just she's an Israeli actress. And, you know, in the in the movie Bodies, she isn't much to look at. You know, they kind of no. have her. But my God, she is, is, but she is. She is gorgeous in real life. I mean, just absolutely beautiful. So, uh, Sierra Haas, call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, she's absolutely you gorgeous. Wish. Yeah, I would kind of do. Uh, she was absolutely gorgeous. But really, if it wasn't for her. In a way, things don't work out as well because then she has to travel back in time mm -hmm. and she ends up in well, she's she ends up in all four timelines too because she's in 2053, but then she goes back to the other timelines. Now, what happens is apparently this time machine that they also call the throat. It's very interesting. They come up with the, the so the body that ends up in all these timelines is the man who comes up with the theoretical concept to actually make time travel possible using a, a wormhole and something about the energy of a black hole or something where I couldn't follow it. But the thing is they kind of intersect. And in that point, when they intersect, you can travel back. But the mm -hmm. weird thing is it will split you in three different ways. So you can so you hit three, three different, different timelines. So it's mind-blowing. It really is mind-blowing. Um, the time travel theory got a little too much for me because it's like I'm only used to one person being able to go back into time. This concept of like I can split you molecularly and yeah. send you back to different timelines was like Ow, my head hurts. <laughs> that's the dot on the Jeremy Bear Me. Yeah, so that's kind of questionable. If you're you're more of a a true, you know, like sci-fi nut and you're like only one, well then it's only one. But if you expand your mind a little bit, it's it's the four. And I'm like, wow, my brain hurt. <laughs> so you, like, do you get the Jeremy Bear Me reference? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't explain it to the audience though. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a good job of explaining it, but I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so on the show, The Good Place, correct? That's where you know it from? Mm -hmm. <laughs> on the show, The Good Place, they have, um, they, they're they explaining timelines. 
and how here on earth we have a straight timeline where it's the past, the present, and the future. Mm-hmm. But in the, I guess, quote unquote, afterlife, time moves in a Jeremy Bear me. Mm-hmm. which means that the timeline just moves and curves and, and whips around and does all these things, which when you look at it with all the curves and stuff, it kind of looks like the name Jeremy Bear Me mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the dot over the eye. And the eye is where never always happens. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's Tuesday. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. That, I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but like, you if, have if to you watch, watch the good place it makes you have sense. to watch it so if, i don't you've just, never seen it you know yeah, jeremy you. bear me mm-hmm. and that's what supposedly the timeline looks like in the afterlife <laughs> there's like it 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 interconnects it twines it you know sometimes before happens before before happens mm-hmm. if that it's, makes sense <laughs> it's a trip so in this case like it's kind of like following the Jeremy Barons because it's like right. you really have to pay attention. And then at yeah. the end, it was like kind of weird that this is what the timeline is called or the time machine is called the throat because it Ooh, it's opens... the time knife. There you go. It's a time knife. So what happens is the throat opens up and it swallows you. And at that point, you split into mm-hmm. three. So it's really weird, uh, but that's the best I can do to explain it. Because even I was like, I'm sorry, I just don't get it. But have you seen everything all at once? No, I have not. Definitely. You need to watch that movie and Mm -hmm. that would probably give you a better understanding of this show. Of the throat. (laughs) Because everything all at once is about different dimensions. Hmm. And like you're, you're how you're, you're being ha- can be in three different dimensions, living three different lives. Yes. In the current, but this yeah, one in the current present, like right now. Yeah. But this one is time travel has split. Well, I'm just saying if you three. watch that, it'll give you a better understanding of that splitting into three. Oh, I'll try it. But yeah, this one was like. <laughs> This one was was totally, it was interesting. It was very creative, extremely well-written. Yeah. The actors were so good and masterful. At Brilliant. The, um, did you have a particular favorite uh, detective timeline? What Was there a favorite one for you? I love them all, but I think um, 2023 was my favorite just because she was so inquisitive. Yeah. I my favorite her, was the, her and nineteen forty something. Nineteen forty were very inquisitive, and I liked that. Nineteen forty was my favorite, and then twenty fifty three was my favorite too. Because really, without her, that doesn't any of that right. Happen. The only reason I didn't say her as my favorite is because mm-hmm. I was like, if you would have been paying attention, girl. Yeah, exactly. Now <laughs> she is twenty fifty three is responsible for the bodies, so you need to know that. But you're not going to learn that till much, much later. Yeah, not till later. So that's the thing. Things start to unravel, and it becomes more clear for you the further you get into it. Yeah. For me. Things started really piecing together in the fourth episode. That's what kept me saying, okay, I'm more into it at this point because things are becoming clearer or I can see a pattern forming uh-huh. in episode four. But again, nothing is cleared up until the very last episode. And even in the very last episode, I'm going to tell you this, 
you really have to pay attention because I think me and Roxy even talked about this because uh, I was like, that's it. It's over, you know, and she's oh, like, yeah. and you were like, no, it isn't. Cause I'm like, no, faithful. I feel like they're, they left it open for, for another season. Right. And the truth is that's not true. It's kind of, it's a sad ending for one of them because she's trapped in a rewritten timeline. Mm -hmm. Like she's never going to. And, but the thing is she says that before she goes into the throat, she goes, I'm never coming back. Am I? And they were like, probably not. Probably not. So when she goes back to try to fix everything, she, she kind of does fix, she does fix everything. But I will say this, she, because everything kind of gets fixed and almost, I'm not going to say it gets all reset, but I'm going to say this because of what she did, she ends up trapped in 2023. And that, so uh, that's how she knows the other detective in that because oh, yeah, you know, she's like, well, traveling backwards. Because I felt like whenever she was like, hi, detective, whatever the hell your name mm -hmm. is, like, yeah, and Sasha something, uh, well, hi, detective, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, like part two. <laughs> right. No. So the one you're thinking of DS Hassan, who Hassan, yes. Yeah. So Maplewood is trapped in 2023. She knows who Hassan is because Hassan survives into 2053. Yes. And they know each other through there. But when she goes backwards, Hassan doesn't know her. This is the first time no. she's ever met her. So. Mm -hmm. What ends up happening is that poor Detective Maplewood is a sacrificial lamb in all this, and she ends up being trapped in 2023. And that's pretty much it. But there's really no loss, I guess, for her, because her best friend, or the person who she thought was her best friend, really wasn't her best friend. And no, then... it was not. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? That woman played that part so well. Exactly. Oh, my God, because I... It wasn't until when Homeboy was there that I was like, ah, ah, thumbs up, thumbs up. And she has no, uh, she has no family. Well, no, she does. But all that gets reset, too. And then so mm -hmm. it's going to be a brand new life and world for her. You know, whatever happens is going to be brand new. And it's going to be very kind of interesting and scary. So there are sacrifices. I guess that's kind of the sad part about it. They they kind of save the world in the timeline, but there's a huge sacrifice. And I want to say that's Maplewood. And, you know, she's the biggest one to sacrifice anything, even though they kind of downplay that. You kind of have to think about that. The right, fact that right. she's you, don't, like, you don't realize that. At yeah. First. Like what happens to her, her other family? Like it was really her stepbrother, not her brother, brother. Yeah. Like yeah. what happens to him and the nephew and all that stuff? Because all that's changed now. Things aren't, things aren't going to happen the way they thought they're there. I'm not going to say there isn't a bomb anymore, but there's not a bomb anymore. So what happens to that? I'm gonna life? say that, but you know, uh, there's but, not. You know, <laughs> but there we go. Uh, so for me, checking out bodies is definitely worth it, but you're gonna have to invest in it. I liked it. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I, would I wouldn't it. say you have to invest in it, but yeah. I mean, if you were into sci-fi and you like time travel and anything dealing with other dimensions, you're gonna yeah. love the show. 
And if you're like me, you're going to love it in the first episode. <laughs> well, I think you kind of have to invest in it because in order to pay attention, like it's not one of these things where you can walk out the room and then come back because you're going to miss. Oh, no, definitely. You definitely you, need to dedicate some time to sit there and watch it. You need to sit your ass there and actually watch it. Yeah. Because it, like I'm going to skip a couple episodes. Don't. You're totally going to fuck yourself if you do. That. No, yeah. You, you're like, not you going to understand anything. <laughs> you, you, you might miss something very important. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you're going to need to actually watch that. So it's a thumbs up for me. Roxy, what about you? Two thumbs up for me. Two thumbs up for Roxy, too. If I could put my feet on camera, it'd be four thumbs up. There you go. <laughs> so if you maybe have a different view of bodies, maybe you didn't like it. Maybe you want to share why you didn't like maybe it. Maybe you're wrong, but it's okay. We can maybe do that sometimes. Are. Maybe you are wrong. <laughs> or maybe you loved it and you want to discuss it. You can discuss it with us here at the VCR Show at our email, which is thevcrshow at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Insta and Twitter at The VCR Show and go to our website, thevcrshow.com. You can also check us out on our YouTube channel, which is, you guessed it, The VCR Show. And if you'd like to go time traveling or exploring other dimensions with the lovely Miss Roxy, you can set up that time travel experience and jump through the throat together at her social medias, which are... <laughs> On Facebook at Roxy Perez Curvy Model, on Instagram at PopRox428, and on TikTok at The PopRox. And PopRox is spelled P O P R O X X. And that XX comes from the throat. You got to let that come out. XX. You know? But until next time, I'm Vada. And I'm Roxy. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Roxy Perez. Logo by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach us at thevcrshow at gmail.com or our social medias at Instagram and Twitter at The VCR Show. And you can also check out our content at thevcrshow.com. The show song is Attic by Nefex, instrumental, and you can find them on YouTube Music Library.